like keys are to the glory days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show. Time to talk about edge rushers again because the 49ers, maybe, uh, link to a player like Daniil Hunter. Now, it's only been brought up, of course, by several different groups, but it seems like the 49ers are brought up with every single player that ends up being on the trade market. But people have been hitting me up. Hey, what do you think about Daniil Hunter? Do you think the 49ers should trade for Daniil? So I thought, hey, with all the news coming out uh, today about him potentially skipping mandatory minicamps, it got the idea rolling. Should the 49ers potentially reach out to a Vikings organization they have a pretty good relationship with, GM to GM, and see what it's what exactly Daniil Hunter would cost? Now, the reports came out today, and this came from Jeremy Fowler, that Daniil Hunter would have real trade value and it would take a two plus. So that's a second round pick plus more to get Daniil Hunter, who's going to be going into his last year of this current contract. He's been in the league for seven years. So contract number two. And what's the money going to look like for a player that's 28 years old? He's looking for an extension. I think he would take it from the Vikings if they were able to work it out and get the money right. But when it comes to Daniel Hunter, he might want to be on the move. It was just earlier this season, this offseason, that Darius Smith, edge rusher for the Vikings, wanted to be on the move. And they said, hey, we're not going to trade Darius Smith. We don't want to move on from him. We want him to be a part of this team. And Darius Smith kept working his way out. Uh, we talked on this show about the fact that Darius Smith had put his house up for sale. So it was a real option for it to be traded. So hey, 49ers potentially looking for a player to be opposite of Nick Bosa. Hey, that made a lot of sense. Now, Zedaria Smith ended up getting traded to Cleveland. Not a lot of draft capital going that way. Uh, but with Daniil Hunter, he's a younger player. With Zedaria Smith over 30, Daniil Hunter is still at a prime age of 28. Yeah, he's getting close to 30. So signing a player to a long-term extension at that age, probably not the best. But Hunter's coming off a very good season. He played in all 17 games and had 10 and a half sacks for the Minnesota Vikings, who played really well. But I think it's easy to tell that the Vikings team is in a little bit of a rebuild. They've slowly been shipping players off like Zedaria Smith. They recently waived Dalvin Cook. So they're definitely moving on. Adam Thielen's gone. Uh, there's others as well. And I think that right now, Daniil Hunter sees that. So they're either going to have to pay him very handsomely to stay or more than likely he's going to want to move. And of course, missing mandatory minicamps will definitely get your attention. You are fined at a very high pace for doing that. But Daniil Hunter presents a real option for the San Francisco 49ers. We've started to see the secondary market for these defensive ends that are now available, these edge rushers. Players are starting to go. Starting to go. And Leonard Floyd went. Uh, We've we seen... Um, Clark go to Denver Broncos, and the money is is not that expensive, about $5 million. So what would Daniil Hunter cost the 49ers in 2023 if they made a trade? $5.5 million. The 49ers have a little over $10 million in salary cap space. Salary cap-wise, it makes a lot of sense. 
If Daniil Hunter is expecting the trade to coincide with an extension, that might be where you're getting into some problems. Also, are you really willing to give up a second and more to get Daniil Hunter for a one-year rental? I would say 49ers' recent history proves they are. We've seen this with other players the 49ers have been willing to do and reach out to and, and trade for, like Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders, they gave up a third and fourth round pick for a receiver halfway through the year that ended up moving on. Of course, when these players go out and get uh, contracts in the open market as free agents, you get compensation back. So the 49ers could easily get a comp pick back for Daniil Hunter when he inevitably signed a big deal during the offseason. But what would make Daniil Hunter want to come to the 49ers? Simple. You want your numbers to continue to go up. This is a guy that in a couple of seasons had had 10 and a half sacks. In 14 and a half sacks in two other seasons. He's a very accomplished pass rusher. 2021, he was injured, missed some games, played seven, and still had a very good sack number. So Daniil Hunter's a guy that can get after the quarterback at a high level. Playing opposite of Bosa with Armstead and Javon and Javon Hargrave is exactly what the doctor ordered if you want to go out and get even more money. All you have to do is look at what the 49ers did with Charles Amendehue and Samson Ebicom. Both of them went out and got double-digit numbers as far as money with the sack totals that were around four and a half and five sacks, respectively. So Daniil Hunter's situation could be as easy as going to the 49ers, playing really well, getting double-digit sacks, and then going out on the open market and getting more money. The problem is, right now, what we've seen from the open market for edge rushers is there's either a lot of money for the select few or not a lot of money for a, for a bunch. There's still a lot of really good football players available on the edge. Hunter being available in trade value is awesome because he's a double-digit guy. But do the 49ers really want to give up draft capital that they've finally got back after all the trades that they've made for Trey Lance, um, for Christian McCaffrey? Do they really want to trade away, trade you know these, these draft picks to go ahead and get a player like Daniil Hunter? You look at the open market, there's still players available, good players. But do you want to pay $10 million for Jadavion Clowney? No. Do you, do you really want to you know, go out and get some of the other guys that are available uh, to high-priced contracts? Probably not. Five and a half mil, million is pretty good price. Now, Yannick Ngakwe is looking for a long-term deal, and so is Daniil Hunter. But could you talk Daniil Hunter into taking one year with your team and at five and a half million and then letting him go in free agency? They can make a similar deal like they did with Trey Williams and tell him, hey, we won't franchise you. We will allow you to leave on the open market next year. Could be a deal they do. But what price is steep? Is too steep. I mean, are you going to give a second and fourth for Daniil Hunter? If that turns into double-digit sacks opposite of Nick Bosa, and that turns into a world championship, was it worth it? Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere, and even earn money, all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. 
Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. Absolutely. So it's an interesting prospect going out and trading for Daniil Hunter. If you believe you could get similar stats from a guy like Justin Houston, or you believe that Drake Jackson and Cleveland Farrell can do the job, then you don't make the move. But what are we talking about here? We're talking about unproven commodities. Yeah, I like the way Drake Jackson's been working. He looks fantastic. And all the players and coaches are saying the right things about him. And Cleveland Farrell looks like a guy that's going to be good against stopping the run and also could possibly be a lot better in Chris Kacarek's defense now that he can get after the quarterback without having to read or hesitate. You brought in Robert Beal in draft. So you've got eligible players. But do you have that guy? Neil Hunter's a proven commodity. He's a guy that you can count on to get double-digit sacks. He's done it on four different occasions. Opposite of Bosa next to Hargrave, you got to think that would happen again. So the question is, is the juice worth the squeeze? I don't know. It's a tough decision to make. If as a coaching staff, you believe Drake Jackson's ready, you don't make this move. If you believe you could wait and pull in one of these free agents, at a cheaper price, then you do that. It's smart for the 49ers to roll over as much of that money as they can. Plus, you still want to have about $5 million in operating costs during the season to make any moves that are necessary. So is Daniil Hunter a player the 49ers should trade for? I think if you're just looking at talent, yes. But when you're looking at all the obstacles that you're going to have in 2024 with the salary cap, and the fact that you just don't know what coaches honestly think about Drake Jackson gives you a chance to pause and think. So is Daniil Hunter for sure coming to San Francisco? I have no idea. But one thing I do know, after listening to Nick Bosa talk, they all understand the 49ers and John Lynch still will do whatever they believe is necessary to win a championship. Wasn't surprising that Javon Hargrave came to the San Francisco 49ers, according to Nick Bosa. And I don't think it's surprising that the 40 yards went out and got a guy like Christian McCaffrey. Now, was it actually surprising at the time? Yes. So should we be surprised if the 49ers go make a splash, go get a Daniil Hunter, go get a Chase Young? I don't know. But I think Daniil Hunter, even though he's a little bit older, is more enticing than Chase Young. Young is, yes, another year removed off the ACL, but hasn't proven that he's back. Hunter has proven that. Will he become a San Francisco 49er? I think it's a little unclear, but I think it's always nice to watch and see what the 49ers do. Doesn't mean it happens today, but with the leverage that Hunter is providing himself and the way Zadarius Smith forced himself out, I think Daniil Hunter could be on the move pretty soon. Where it's going to be, who knows? But I think it's an exciting proposition of where he could possibly land and, and playing next to Nick Bosa, I'm sure, would be very, very exciting. Let me know what you think about Daniel Hunter. Do you think he's a player you would like to have come to San Francisco and play for the 49ers? What would you be willing to give up? 
Would it be a second and a fifth? Would it be a two and a four? The 49ers have proven that they will definitely pay what they believe a player's worth. Christian McCaffrey, two, three, four, five. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, a three and a four. Trent Williams, a couple of picks as well. So the 49ers are definitely willing to pay the Piper. Would you pay the Piper for a one-year rental knowing you're going to get a comp pick back? Would you give up a two knowing you could potentially get a third-round comp pick? Let me know in the comment section down below. Like the video. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Really curious uh, what everyone thinks. So thank you guys so much for watching. Until the next time, stay safe. And remember the right way is always the 49ers way.